You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Alexis Ray, and this is the Evolving Truths Podcast. With me, as always, is my mama, Shannon Day. Hey, mom. Hey, Alexis. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm pet sitting, dog sitting for a couple like lab mixes. And as with small children, actually, I shouldn't even say small children. I should just say children. When mom gets busy, as soon as you settle in to do something, they suddenly need attention. So going to do my best to have them be quiet. I'm going to be muting and unmuting myself, but full disclosure, we may hear some dog noises in this episode and we might have some unplanned guests. We'll see. It's as if they're just sitting in the background, like mom, 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 mom. <laughs> Pretty much. Pet me, pet me. And they're not even currently like I have one by me and the other one's sort of on the other side of this kind of barrier. But I guarantee you if this one came over and I was petting it, the other one would be here like, wait, why aren't you petting me? Pet me. What's going on? So yeah, today will be a fun adventure, but I'm happy to be here with you. I don't think I was ever really like that as a kid. Was I? Oh my gosh, this look you just gave me. Okay, you're listening in the car. I know you can't see the face that my mom just made, but holy shoot. Wow. Okay, I stand corrected. She doesn't even have to say anything. The face said it all. Uh, That's funny. I thought that the boundaries were just really clear. You guys could tell me I am working right now. Leave me alone. And then I feel like I would leave you alone. Yeah. And uh uh-huh. That's totally how it went. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying my perception is different than your experience. I think that's the beauty of experiences, right? We all come to it with with our frame and, and our space. But you know, as a parent, I often would stop what I was doing if you needed attention and we would chat or get whatever settled. And just saying that today with these pups, that may not have happened as well. So other than taking over this new pet sitting gig, are you having a pretty good day? Yeah, I did stop and get some Panda Express on my way here every now and then. I just love me some Panda Express, but while eating my fried rice, much to my chagrin, I'm pretty sure a pea ended up in my mouth. I felt it pop and I was like, just swallow. Just don't even think about it. Just swallow. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) so many places we could go with what i just said but we're not going to peas are not that bad they have grown on me in my adulthood they have kind of a sweet flavor it's not the worst thing in the world not cooked no yeah so besides that my lunch was good it's beautiful here i mean the pups went for a nice walk got some time outside and now i'm here to chat and hang out with you How about you? Yeah, I've had a good day. I have more energy today, which is nice. I feel a little bit better than I've been feeling the past couple of days. So I'm taking that not for granted. Had chiropractor this morning and then made breakfast, did some work, and now we're getting to hang out. Some of the work I was doing today 
got me thinking about how we have to work every day in order to reach our goals. And that's really the topic I want to talk about today is manifestation and implementing action in order to create momentum in our lives that then draws our manifestations closer to us. Okay, let's have that conversation. Great. What are your initial thoughts when I throw that out there? I, for a second there, I was like, should I have taken notes? But what did you say? But I think I caught it. Implementation is the way for us to attain manifestation. To me, I think it's move forward. It goes with some of the things that we've talked about when it comes to making decisions about the type of person we'd like to be and what we do as that type of person that might not be where we are right now. But what consistent steps can we do? What actions can we take on a consistent basis? Even if they're small actions, doesn't matter. Small, consistent actions move us forward. Totally. When you say small actions, the to-do list is never going to be completely done all at once. I shouldn't say to-do list. I should think of a different example. Getting from A to Z, you have to go to from A to B first, and then B to C, C to D, so on and so forth. Last year, as I was really starting to learn more about manifestation, I had never even knew that word prior to moving to Arizona, actually. What I think I learned about manifestation, it's this idea of what you want your life to be. But in the books I was reading and the podcasts I was listening to, there just wasn't enough conversation about the actual implementation of action that then makes your goal, dream, desire a reality. You can't just make a vision board and then not do the work to have it come true. Right. I think with a vision board, though, and even manifesting something, you have this thought or idea of something that you like a way that you'd like to live, where you'd like to live, maybe the car you'd like to drive, what you'd like to do for work, for physical activities, a trip. You think about these things, you place them on a vision board and placing that out there brings its own energy. And then as you are moving forward in your own life and working on things, it can accelerate the energy. If I say, I want to go back to Australia, that is going to require me looking at my schedule, making a plan for that, figuring out what that would look like. It's not just going to happen. I don't know if that's where you're going or the direction we want this conversation to go. That's definitely where I'm going. Manifestation with goal attainment. There's actually two pieces. The action that we're talking about, the steps of doing and becoming. And then I think the other part of the equation is the emotional belief in yourself you actually deserve it. You can attain it. It is coming and you are worthy of it. In my mind, if I were to make a manifestation equation, purely just based on my personal life experiences, books that I have read, podcasts I've listened to, coaches I have worked with, it would be manifestation equals action plus emotional belief. Because the other aspect of the emotional belief is you could be telling yourself that you want these things, but if your subconscious, that voice you hear in the back of your head is telling yourself that you don't deserve it or you can't have it or it's never going to happen for you, then that is still what's going to come true and you're not going to attain your goal. 
thinking about manifestation, the beliefs around it, so much of it is tied to our emotions. This is also where continuing to get to know ourselves and be okay sitting in all of our emotions. And then in this space, when we have something we really do want to manifest, something that we'd like to see in our life, being able to, as you said, believe that that can happen and tie those emotions to that. Also, so much easier said often than done. I've been working with doubt and then you have to address it in order to be able to move past it and keep going. And that's hard. You could stop. It could stop you for a day. You could work with it for a week. Sometimes it takes a month, but it's just this repetitive, relentless, keep going attitude going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit speed bumps and you're going to get rerouted along your way. It's inevitable. Right. Going back to moving forward or working towards it, it doesn't necessarily have to be hard work or all of a sudden, you know, like you said, I've been doing A and now I want to be doing T and we've missed everything in the middle. And because we can't get to T, then we don't even see that it's possible to get to Z, which is where we're going. So just going back to that thought of small, consistent efforts can help these things happen. One thing we started at the beginning of this year, 2023, and actually we started in December, is a weekly action creates momentum accountability call. And this call is with a small group. Every week we come with an update on what this last week has been and goals for this next week about things we want to accomplish. Ideally, in this group, we're only focusing on two or three things a week because we want it to be bite size and not too overwhelming, even though we realize every participant in this group has a to-do list of 15 other things on the side. But what they're being held accountable to in this group is just the couple things that they're bringing to the meeting every week. Right. One of the things that's really sticking with me about breaking it down into bite-sized pieces, and I credit this group for giving me this most recent example, we're in tax season. I feel like most people dread that. (laughs) Truth. I personally, it's just, it's so much work. And it's like, I don't even do my own taxes anymore. It's just getting the information to the accountant. But even that just is so annoying. (laughs) Working on taxes is one of those things that could definitely use a reframe. Yeah. How can we not be excited about it depending on how you're set up? I mean, maybe I got less excited about it when I stopped getting refunds. <laughs> right. Either you're going to get money back. That's a positive, And that can be a good way to reframe it and say, hey, do this work and I'm going to have that. But the other thing is, even if I needed to pay money, then appreciating while we may not always agree with everything that comes with taxes and what goes on with it, it still does provide a lot of services that we benefit by. So being able to think about it in that way, if nothing else. Oh, girl, you have become like a reframe queen throughout this podcast process. (laughs) Thanks. The topic of taxes has come up, has started to come up the past couple of weeks. One of the participants in our group, instead of saying I need to get my taxes turned in this week, 
started breaking it down. I just need to go find last year's tax returns and I need to find this one document on the IRS website. Then the following week, one next step. And starting to break down as opposed to just writing, finish your taxes on your weekly to-do list, breaking that down into not such an overwhelming topic that has other steps associated with it. Just like when goal setting, you might have your big goal, but what are the steps we need to get to it? Same thing with project management. Here's the end goal. What are the things we need to do with it? Yet in our own lives, sometimes we forget to apply some of those things that we might do in our work. We've talked about how you can't really separate your professional and your personal life. They go together. Recognizing that some of the things that you do in your professional life can serve you in your personal life and vice versa. And this is a great example. Also, it lets you have more stuff to give yourself a smiley face for or a check mark or mark something off a list, right? It's like success. Oh, yeah. For accountability and measuring daily action or weekly action. And I hadn't even thought about it for this call prior to you just saying smiley faces or crossing things off the list is a a chart for myself and across the top of the chart, each column one day of the week. And then down along the left side, I wrote the things that I needed to work on that week. Some of them were daily actions. Some of them were going to get done in a day. But with the accountability group, I started tracking and it made me feel good because I could see the progress. I could see my dedication. I could see that I was taking action every day. Then if I hit a day that I felt a little less motivated or if I had a higher symptom day or a flare-up day... I could give myself grace and permission to rest without feeling guilty or as if I hadn't been doing enough. Mm -hmm. Well, and it lets you look those times when you start to feel, oh, I'm not doing enough or what have I been doing? It does let you look back at that and see something that you can actually see. As you just said, that an important thing to remember, rest is action. Taking time to be with friends with your partner, family members, reading a book. We talk about these things and what this implementation and what leads us toward manifesting the type of life that we'd like to live. I want to continue to see us get away from this idea that it's constant action or that it's always hard work, you know, that it's these things and recognizing that rest is action doing these other things that you need to do to continue to fuel yourself to move forward are important as well and can be acknowledged when we think about this. It's a really good point, mom. Consistent action and really consistency now just means there's more days in a week that I'm working on the goals or actions or steps then I'm not. And some weeks that may be four days and some weeks that may be seven and some weeks that may be one, depending on the break. But I think that's a really good point of we have to let ourselves get recharged. Yeah. And again, that's action. That's something that's positive in that. Listen, some days me getting out of bed is that's what happens for like, woohoo, or jumping in a shower, you know, whatever it might be based on what's happening. So giving ourselves credit for those. 
Definitely. And when you are resting or taking a break, you can't be criticizing yourself during that time for not working or not doing what you think you're supposed to be doing or anything else that you might be mentally beating yourself up for because then it's still not actually restful rest. We talked about productivity, something from one of our listeners. I mostly remember the standing in the grocery line and we needed to be doing something. We're still in that same theme and giving ourselves space to acknowledge the work that it takes to do things and that rest is part of that work and that's okay. True. We definitely have a hustle and grind culture. We definitely have a culture about constant productivity, constant effort. But I guess when I thought about bringing this topic up today, it's just that if you really want something in life, it boils down to what actions you take in order to create that. The pace can be slow. It could be one thing a day. It could be 30 minutes a day. It could be your entire evening when you get home from your nine to five job. That is set entirely by you. I think the threshold that every person has for building those things is different. I do want to go back to the vision board. I haven't made a vision board in a hot minute. When you talk about vision board, anyone who leads a workshop or a class, they always talk about using pictures. And one of the reasons that you use pictures is because pictures bring up emotions, which was what you mentioned in the beginning. There's emotion in wanting something and how that can help drive us and motivate us for those. As I think about my schedule in the next couple of months, being able to find time to do a vision board in all reality probably doesn't exist. Might make it like a second quarter activity for myself. But what I was thinking was, so maybe we don't have the time to do that, but we could have pictures in our bathroom. We could have it on our fridge. We could have it by our bed on our phone. When I was training for the 55K, I had the logo for the race. It was on my phone. It was on my computer, a little one in the bathroom. I had one in the car on my steering wheel. Like I just had that somewhere for for myself consistently. Find pictures of a couple of things that you want. And they could even be a word that helps move you or motivate you and place those in areas that you're going to see what a simple thing that we can do to help move us forward to give us some energy, especially in those times when we're like, oh, I, I don't want to get up and go to the gym or I don't want to put on my running shoes. And I see the logo for whatever my next race is or a picture from the last time that I ran in that space. And it's like, yeah, you do like, come on. Oh, that's a great suggestion. I love that one. I'm all for it. Now that we're just throwing ideas out here, One that I've used historically to get self-motivated also has been to write on my bathroom mirror. If I was training for something, I would write a countdown on my bathroom mirror and change the number of days every single day with a dry erase marker. Don't use a Sharpie on your mirror. You could still get it off (laughs) with nail polish remover, but just make sure it's a dry erase marker. You speak as if you have experience with that. I just try and keep everyone as informed as possible. (laughs) But yeah, writing quotes on my mirror, 
or goals on my mirror has helped me also keep it on the forefront. But I love the idea of setting it as your phone background screen. You could make a little collage on your phone. I mean, there's so many apps as opposed to doing an entire vision board. A physical vision board, I will just say, is a lot of work. I made one last year, 2022, on Thanksgiving, and I had not done one in years. I actually don't know that I had ever done a full vision board, but it took me all freaking day, like all day. It is a fun activity, but yes, it's definitely a commitment to get to it. Again, with the vision board too, so much of it being the feeling that you deserve those things. There have still been days the vision board's hanging up in my room now and I look at it and it's like, oh, what was I thinking putting that on there? And I know that I can't allow myself to think that or when I do, I have to follow it up with some other positive thought that I want to replace that negative one with because otherwise I'm still defeating the purpose. I'm defeating myself in this process of trying to create the things that I want for myself. Yeah. It's a good reminder, especially on those days again, when we're like, Ugh, I don't want to, or for whatever reason, some things have come up or we've hit a bump, just having ways to keep going. One of my current favorite albums is by Tony Jones. I see me mantras. And she has a song and she says, I am my vision board or my life is my vision board. I cut and paste as I see fit. Like the line is something like that. Every time I hear that, I'm just like, yes, that's so good. We've talked about making a vision board and helping us manifest things that we want, but think about it. We're living it. What actions do we want to take to live the life that we want to live? I just think that's so, so good. That's actually the secret is to start living it before, or another secret to it, I guess, is to start living it before it's even happened. You have to start having the habits. You have to start having the actions. You have to start having the behaviors, the beliefs of the type of person that you want to be that has these things that you've envisioned for yourself. Hmm. Embodying the person that you want to be starting right now today in this moment is how it happens. And then there's the actions that fuel that energy. And then there's the belief. And those three factors are what make manifestation turn into a reality. Also, that is a great album. So good. It's pretty much on repeat. I already know at the end of the year when Spotify gives me my year thing, so many of her songs are going to be in it and it's barely February. (laughs) I know they're going to be there for the year because it is so good. So check it out, everyone. The word that a lot of people use is discipline. Like when motivation leaves you, discipline is what kicks over. As a recovering perfectionist and overachiever, the discipline word doesn't sit that well with me anymore. It like almost hits too harsh. So the word that I have ended up replacing it with, and we've used it several times already in this conversation, is consistency. Discipline (laughs) feels like a punishment now. It's so interesting how words hit us. It could be fun to have a conversation about discipline. We've shared our beliefs and a few ideas that we we've utilized or others in our lives have utilized. What's some things that 
have worked to help keep something in front of you or ways that you've manifested things. We'd love to hear about that. So please share it with us. Bring it to your friends, bring it to your family. If there's someone you would like to have in an accountability group with you, share this episode with them and get the conversation started. If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, please leave a five-star rating. Please leave a review of the show and we will be back next week. In the meantime, please remember life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis in the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.